Welcome to the Maybury Devotional. I'm sure by now most have heard of the passing of Maggie Peterson Mancuso. Maggie, a.k.a. Charlene Darlin, passed away on Sunday, May 15th. According to her family, she passed away quietly in her sleep with family present. Maggie was loved by all, and up until about three years ago, she was still attending fan gatherings representing the show. I got to meet her several times, and she was always happy to meet her fans, and so appreciative of everyone coming to say hello to her. She was loved by all, and will be dearly missed. Today, I'm going to skip ahead a few episodes and talk about Season 3, Episode 25 of the Andy Griffith Show, The Darlings Are Coming. This is the first episode where we see the Darling family, along with Maggie Peterson, as she becomes the one and only Charlene Darling. The title of my devotional today is Forgive Because We Have Been Forgiven. And I'll be looking at scripture from Micah chapter 7, the first part of verse 18. As today's episode starts, we see an old truck pulling up to a water trough in town as we see the radiator is boiling over. The father, who we learn is Briscoe Darling, dips water from the David Mendelbright Memorial Horse Trough to fill up his truck, which we also learn later is a violation of Maybury Code 907. As Andy stops by to talk to Mr. Darlin, we also learn that Charlene, the daughter, is engaged and her fiancé is due to be arriving the next morning. However, Charlene seems to be more interested in Andy at the time than her coming fiancé. Andy doesn't press the issue of the violation and, in the end, gives the Darlins direction to the Mayberry Hotel, as they'll be staying the night. Mr. Darlin checks into the hotel with Mr. Masters, and he gets a room as far away from the front desk as he can. As the scene changes, we see Briscoe in his room, along with most of the, the rest of the family. With a rope hanging out the window, it becomes pretty obvious how the rest of the family gets into the room, and the fact that they're all going to try and sleep in that one room for the night. Later that evening, the family practices playing some music for Charlene's wedding while John Masters is away for supper. During their practice, Andy stops by with John Masters as they hear the music, and they proceed to check on Briscoe's room. When Briscoe opens his room for inspection, John and Andy find there's nobody in the room, but Andy does see a rope tied around the radiator. Andy and John leave, only to go back down to the front desk to wait, and Briscoe and his family, they start playing music again. As John goes to confront Briscoe again, Andy goes around back to confront the Darlins as each member crawls out the window and lowers themselves to the ground. As Charlene comes down the rope, we see Andy again becomes the object of her affection. As we see the scene change again, we see Aunt B and Andy sitting on the front porch enjoying the evening and talking about supper. In a far-off distance, you can hear music playing, and Andy figures out pretty quickly, it's the Darlins. Andy walks downtown and finds them all practicing in an old abandoned storefront. Andy then removes them from the building, and he ends up offering them a room at the courthouse, though, for the night, which later becomes a meal for the family also. After the meal is over, the Darlins start to play music again, and we see Andy join them as Charlene tries to flirt with Andy again. As the scene changes, we see Briscoe and the boys at the bus stop the next morning. When they realize that Charlene is no longer with them, they start looking around. Back at the courthouse, we find Charlene as she's trying to make Andy her own. She tries talking to him, and, well, it ends up with her chasing him around the courthouse. As Charlene catches him, Briscoe comes into the courthouse and catches them both together. 
As the time draws closer, the Dud is coming back into town. Briscoe insists that Andy and Dud need to fight for Charlene's affection, while Andy doesn't really want any part of it. As Dud comes off the bus, he starts talking to Charlene, and he shows her how he's kept everything that she sent him, and quickly, she turns her attention back to Dud. In a couple of notes about this episode, the Forb Darling Boys are an actual bluegrass band by the name of the Dillards. This is the only episode where we see the Darlings talk. In all the other episodes, they only sing. While they are given different names in this episode, in the coming episodes, they are identified by their actual first names. A running joke with the Darlings is that in almost all their episodes, at least one song makes one of the family members cry. After the recent passing of Maggie, or Charlene, this leaves Rodney Dillard as the last remaining Darling family member. Rodney Dillard is one of the founding members of the Dillards, and you can still find Rodney touring, playing famous songs from the show, and telling stories of his time on the show with the other actors. This was the first show that Maggie portrayed the now-famous Charlene Darlin. She would go on to portray her in future episodes, even singing with the Darlin family, of which Salty Dog was one of her favorite songs. The scripture I want to look at today comes from Micah, chapter 7, the first part of verse 18. Who is a God like you? pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance. Remember in Old Testament history, after King Solomon, the nation of Israel split into two kingdoms, the northern kingdom of Israel, which fell to the Assyrian Empire, and the southern kingdom of Judah, which fell to the Babylonians years later. But it was not completely destroyed. They would come back to their land many years later, but in a smaller group. And this is who that Micah is speaking for in his writing. In this verse, and those that follow, he is writing about the love and compassion of God. Micah asks, who else but God could pardon our sins and pass over our transgressions for the remnant of people that was left? God showed love to his people and showed compassion to them and would cast their sins into the far-reaching depths of the seas themselves. When Briscoe Darling comes into town, we see his truck is overheating and needs water. Stopping at the first available place, Briscoe dips his hat into the horse trough. It wasn't until Andy comes by that we learned that dipping your hat in the horse trough, well, it was against the law. I'm sure the law was made more sense when there were more horses in town, and Briscoe points out to Andy that if a horse comes around, well, he would get first use. Andy could have enforced the law and written him a ticket, but Andy forgive him for breaking the law. Later, we see that Briscoe and his family, they broke the law again by staying too many people in a room. And again, we see him trespassing an old abandoned storefront. Each time, you could say that Andy had him dead to rights, but he chose to pass on enforcing the law, and he showed compassion. I think it's safe to say that most of us have been shown compassion. Maybe you've got out a speeding ticket, or maybe somebody's forgiven you and you've done them wrong, or maybe you've been forgiven of a debt you owed. Now, the important part of this is, have you ever forgiven somebody else? Have you easily forgiven somebody because they did you wrong? Have you ever forgiven somebody for a debt that they owed you? Have you ever forgiven someone when they didn't deserve it? I hope we can all say that we've had compassion shown to us, and more importantly, I hope that we can say that we've shown compassion to others. Micah wrote about the love and compassion of God as he pardoned their sin. God could have wiped the Israelites completely and been well within his rights for the sin that the nation of Israel had committed. Throughout the Bible, we read stories about those who have sinned and transgressed against the law of God, who could have been put to death, but God forgave them. Abraham, David, Peter, they all sinned, 
But God forgave them, and he was able to use them in a great and mighty way. And he showed compassion to the Darlings during this episode. Even though the Darlings broke the law, and by rights, he could have put them in jail. I'm sure we've all been forgiven of something in our past, and we've all had compassion showed upon us. I know sometimes it can be hard to do, but when someone hurts us, try to remember how much the Lord has forgiven us, and think that maybe we can show some of that forgiveness and some kindness to others. Let us forgive others the way that God has forgiven us. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Mayberry Devotional. If you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast, leave me a rating or a comment. I'd appreciate it. Next week, I'll get back on track, and we'll look at Season 3, Episode 15, Barney and the Governor. And thanks for listening.